0: Episode number one one eight of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself Kyle Gregg. So Tom, we've this will be our final episode now, as we uh, now that we've reached the elusive one one eight mark. Eh? How about exactly. that?
1: Eh? Classic running, r- classic running number.
0: Ah, oh, isn't it just? Eh? It's a good old uh, Aberdeen Athletics Amateur Athletics Club. They've got the one one eight vest, don't they?
1: Well, if we if we really had a commitment to the cause, we would pose in one one eight vest with a David Bedford wig for the for the cover of this episode.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, uh, you know, we we uh, for this episode, folks, it's, we're not really going to talk much about um, much else other than the, you know, this challenge. And um, but you know, we have got one of the guys from the the one one eight club, Miles Edwards, to talk about <laughs> the Thimba Edwards Foundation, and Emma Muir, who's going to talk about. Chaz. So they're, they're the two charities that I'm running for on Friday. So it's a great opportunity to, to just you know tell tell you guys what I'm running for and the great things that they do. Um so yeah, so that's one of the things we're going to talk about. There's a, I suppose there's a bits and bobs in terms of news. We've got um the we've got some news about the Diamond League, the Sto- Stockholm Diamond League. We we watched, I think well I I certainly watched it. Tommy, I'm not sure about you. Indeed, yeah. Well, there's been a couple of races starting to to appear in the calendar now, the UK racing calendar. So we'll we'll no doubt uh, yeah keep you up up to speed with that as well. Uh, well, anything else you can think of?
1: No, no. I mean, there's been um, yeah. I guess one one thing just to to shout out. Really sad to see local Lebanon runner uh, Owen Bristol died. Um, so yeah, we just send our best wishes to. To his family and friends in the area in Aberdeen, uh, regular at Hazelhead Park run, so really, really quite sad, um, sad news there.
0: Yeah, really sad. Yeah, uh, yeah, found out at the weekend it was a climbing accident. So, yeah, um, yeah, thoughts yeah, so, go out um, to his family and his friends as well. Sort of yeah. really sad time. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so dedicate the one to him. Um, so anyway, Carl. so this week the focus is is absolutely on what on the, the, the big dance, the last dance this weekend. Tell us, how are you feeling and what have you been doing? Let's start with what have you been doing in the last week ahead of this challenge? Well, I'll tell you what,
0: Tommy, I'm not lying about this being the last step. You know, I'll, I'll carry on with TRS, you know, the podcast, until kingdom come. But see, trying to organise that. A general challenge, holy moly you know it was, I, I didn't think it would be so difficult to organize something which you'd think you know on paper is quite easy I mean you, you know just to give some of the listeners a, an understanding of the background of it so to for the record to be ratified an official you've all, you've always got to have a camera that's or a recording device that's recording the whole the whole twenty four hours of the the run calibration to Taking place. You've also got to consider the temperature of where you're running because you don't want to have, you know, a really warm area. And if you do, you've got to find a way of you know suppressing that temperature, so fans and things, and making sure that the power supply is not gonna, uh, yeah, overheat. I suppose, and and you know lose lose power. Um, you've you've then got to have witnesses for the the records as well, and having a schedule in place, and you know the the, the facility I'm run. You know, doing the challenges at Aberdeen Sports Village and you know, with social distancing just makes it a lot more difficult. Uh, obviously, overnight you've got to have staffing in place to let people in and security. So there's, uh, you know, we've kindly got some volunteers who've have assisted with that, which is amazing, fantastic. Uh, we've got Sarah Simpson who's uh, gonna, you know, look after the the building and. Be the sort of designated first aider. We've got one of the duty managers, McEli, who's going to help out, um, and all the witnesses. You know, I'll name them next week. And but there, they, you know, I've asked a, a, a group of people uh, if they can help out, and they've you know got some helpers as well, which is great. It's exciting. So it's all it's all coming together quite quite quick. Tom, uh, We also like Wi-Fi. Having a good Wi-Fi connection is. You know, I'm to get that all sorted out before Friday's. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you what, like you know, that I think I'm hoping, Tom. The easy part is to to do the run, you know, <laughs> just to jump on the treadmill and off a pop, uh, and and you know, and, and I've got my trainers all sorted too, and I've got my pace all sorted. I've got it all sorted the, the fuel and hydration strategy. I went shopping. I bought half of B and M, all the sweeties and jelly beans Good. and uh, all your. I've got my active root supplies as well on route. Uh, my gels, my powder, the full, the full wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. I've got my sock in the Endorphin Pros. It's uh, oh man, it's it's all it's all happening, dude. It's all happening.
1: So, so tell us. Let's start with the um, let's start with the pace then. What's the pace? What's the pace plan? Are you prepared to share that?
0: I am. I'm going to share it because you know a lot of people want to know why I'm running. Why am I not running 24 hour pace in the first? you know, a few miles and I'm going to, I know it's bold. People can, you you, you can, you can say that's a silly idea. It's Maybe it's a silly idea. I don't know. But I'm going to go for the 100 mile world record initially. Mm -hmm. And that's 1209.15 held by Zach Bitter at at lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um. Officially in the Guinness world records, it's like 13 and a half hours. But to break, you know, to do that, I, I think would be, I'm not going to say easy because I've never ran 100 miles on a flat before. Um, but I do think the world record, you've got to go with the 1209, not the 1320 yeah. or something. on a treadmill. And that, in, in the, like, like I mentioned, there's different, it, it's different places that you can record your record. I think you can record it on, there's, a, there's an official world record, there's Guinness world records, there's info records, as probably fastest known times, as various mm-hmm. platforms, so when you combine all the records and you see the quickest one that's the one you go for mm-hmm. in my eyes anyway and i know the rules are different Agreed. depending um but you know it's i'd rather it be uh you know true to heart true to one what what exactly I'm
1: doing, so. i think everyone yeah. knows what Zach Butter did yeah so exactly. it, yeah so i think you're quite right to do that that's that's good yeah uh, so that pace to that that pace
0: per mile is 717, 717 a mile very okay. quick, you know, shifting. No doubt it's shifting, that's, that's for sure. Um, he's also got the, the record on, you know, on, on the track, um, which is 11-19. So, you know, mm-hmm. the difference between the track and the treadmill, I mean, okay, he probably didn't go as hard on the treadmill. He probably had a lot more to give on that. Um, so there's a, a big difference there. And uh, I just think there's a real opportunity to, for me to get quite close to that record. So in terms of the pace I'll run at, I'll probably start off about 7.15, 7.14 per mile and mm-hmm. just hold it there and just, you know, gain a little bit of a buffer for a couple of reasons. You know, the first reason being mechanical, any mechanical failures you have. So you've got to have a, you know, you don't have to have a backup treadmill, but it's certainly advisable to have one.
1: So it's just awesome before that. you move on, on that point yeah. then, can, can the treadmill run is the treadmill you're using capable of running that long? I mean, will the motor overheat? Is there a, What's the spec of the treadmill in terms of how long it can it should be allowed, you, you should realistically run it for at a time?
0: I've been in, a, like, I've been lazing with one of the engineers uh, from Precore last week who, who kind of, you know, he was in the building at ASV and I, I chatted to him and basically told him what I'm looking for and so he's taken the settings off to limit the time on the treadmill so it can run and, you know, it can last for till kingdom come, I suppose. Um, but I mean, it is a commercial treadmill. So, you know, the, the, the treadmills at ASV are designed to continue throughout the day, you know, 24-7 really, because they're they're really, you know, the high spec treadmills. And um, and you, you you think about a busy period at ASV, you can have, you know, three people on a treadmill in an hour doing fast, you know, on the belt a lot. And, and then, come, so you can have, Thirty people on a treadmill in a day, uh, just in one treadmill. So it's they are designed to last. They are designed to be able to cope with with uh, uh, you know run being on the belt for a long period of time. There's a potential that might overheat, but if it does, as long as I've got the record, if, as long as I'm videoing the evidence, mm-hmm. the distance, and as long as I've got the witnesses there, they can take a note of that time, and then I can jump onto the next treadmill. As you've gone back at this year yeah, run for a period of time and then it might just cool down and I can jump back on again. Um, so that's all essentially taken care of. Um, but yeah, you 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 know you just try to mitigate all the risks that are associated with that. So um, yeah, in terms of the calibration, the calibration has been completed well. So uh, that's reassuring too. The only downside in the treadmill that I'm using initially is uh, it's not one that's powered by like essentially like an iPad it's powered just by like a, a, a sort of digital console um, okay. that hasn't got like Netflix on it. So it's one of the sort of the accessible treadmills, um, mm-hmm. which is okay, because in my eyes, it's probably, it's, there's less mileage on that one too. So it's probably a better nick and, and more likely to, to not break down because there's not any need for software updates and all that kind of stuff, because it's one of the older style ones, you know? Does mm-hmm. that make sense?
1: That does make
0: sense, yeah. uh, Yeah, I mean, but the other one I've got is a a software console, which is, you know, it's got us, there's no, there's, you can't get rid of the limiter, the time limiter on that one. It can only, you can only run on it for two hours, but Mm -hmm. hopefully by, you know, uh, the rest will be much uh, appreciated at certain points and I've got that buffer to to jump off and maybe have a drink or go to the toilet and then jump on the next one. So, um so yeah, so so yeah, I think I'm I'm all good. So there the, there is that that kind of mechanical side of things. But go, going back to the the pace, Tom, um, <clears throat> seven fifteen a mile for the first hundred miles, I hope, um, and uh, and 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 you know, this gather that buffer so that I I can go to the toilet, I can jump off if I need a rest, just the sheer movement. There's a difference mm-hmm. between running on a treadmill, and running like outside, clearly is there's a moving belt underneath you. So the mechanics are slightly different when you run, and you know, mentally it might feel a little bit strange continuing to run. When you run outside as well, you, you can control the pace, whereas mm-hmm. on a treadmill you're stuck at one pace unless you move the the, the toggle uh you know faster or slower. So so that's a, a weird concept, but it's a concept that I've been practicing and training and in, in the garage, you know, um, so I am I'm ready to go and ready to take it on. Um, so, yeah, 7.15 a mile. If I feel good, I might, you know, push it a little bit quick. So it's 7.15, 7.14, 7.15. Um, but I, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to redline it. I want to be I want to be realistic as well. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, I've, I've run 100k. The average pace being 6.40 a mile. Um, and that was 62 miles so naturally you would if I'm in that sort of shape you would hope that I can you know get around about the 715 7 you know 715 mark for another 38 miles time will tell time will tell you know the training the training I've been doing suggests that I, I should be able to hold on to that um my uh Entering the unknown, this is the scary part. Right? Getting to 100 miles, I don't know what sort of shape I'm going to be in. Uh, but I'm just going to keep going. You know, I might have a rest for a, a, a period of time. Ten minutes, five minutes, who knows? And then I'll just keep going for another, however many hours I've got left. Because that's what I've said I'm going to do. And what have Are got? How, you know, are you going to fuel? Are you, you well going
1: to? are you going to fuel the first 100 miles to allow for the 24 because fueling 100 miles is very different to fueling 24 hours and you know you can you don't want to underfuel during the first 100 because you will you won't be able to walk in the, the, the second 12 hours so yeah. how are you how are you balancing up the two in terms of your kind of nutrition and i guess you're not going to go to the line in the first 100 if you if you, have a, if you realistically want to actually still run and you're saying that you actually still want to run 24 hours regardless yeah I
0: think, I mean, we kind of touched on it before. Like, I might get to a certain distance and go, nah, this is too fast. And then slow it down accordingly and maybe change my mindset and see how I get on and focus on the 24-hour record. Um, But in terms of fueling, it will really be drinks, uh, hydration, every half hour, you know, getting probably about 60 grams of carbohydrates per hour. Uh, and yeah. making sure that I'm, you know, fueling at least, you know, one or two liters of of water every every hour or two. Uh, so quite, you know, quite significant. But it just all depends mm-hmm. on how warm it is as well. You know, how warm. Of course, it is. yeah. The, the the studio I'm using, it's but it's down to its coolest, but um, it's not really really cold. So I've got a few fans in place to, not not actual human fans, but fans human fans as well hopefully Mm -hmm. virtually and uh, in person but they're going to hopefully give it a little bit more coolness and I've got an ice box ready so I need ice I can just put it around my neck and on my head put a you know cold bucket of water and put a buff on and cool the head down you know so uh, do as much as I can to mitigate the, the high temperatures potentially caused by running such a long period of time I suppose.
1: And what about um so, and yeah that's that's and what about the toilet then how how far away is the toilet
0: Oh, it's right next to the studio Tom I've okay, got have wrecked it uh, <laughs> so I've I, I didn't literally rec you know go in and have my shorts on and uh, but it's all good it's uh and and because of because of obviously social distancing and things um you know there's minimum the doors will be open so I won't be touching the doors or anything like that it will be uh. And obviously, I wash my hands and stuff. So, mm. but ideally, you know, I want I want to be. It's it's a really difficult one because I'm usually when I start an ultra, and I've said it in the past, and like I always want to pee for the first half an hour. I keep stopping and starting. And it's <laughs> pain in the arse. but it just means like, you know, I'm 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 well hydrated, which uh, is good. Yeah, yeah. So I need to get the right balance because it is it's it's time consuming having to stop the treadmill. Uh, you've paused it. Then you've got to run off. And then you've got to jump on the treadmill, and press start. Like all that adds up time. Yeah. And, uh, so I really need to make sure that I'm, I'm I'm bang on with the timings of how well hydrated I am. Uh, but I also need to make sure that I'm not going in slightly dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's a catch twenty. That's not a catch twenty two. I just need to make sure I'm hydrated because it's more beneficial to be going to the toilet a couple of times and being dehydrated and you know, not you know, being dehydrated after two hours. That's that's dangerous.
2: So
1: it's uh, yeah, that I think that's the that'll be the, the challenge. And I, and yeah. then so in terms of you talked about virtual fans, I'm keen to talk about the mental side as well. So unfortunately, the from a virtual fan, I'm going to be a virtual fan. So I'm, I'm unfortunately I'm not around this weekend. So I'm going to be logging in and dialing into Zoom so and listeners will, will share near the time how you can also follow Kyle. Um, but what I'm keen to do, apart from the, the, the period when you're getting top quality banter from me and, oh. uh, some, and some of your other favorite people on the circuit, how are you, what's the, what's the mental plan? I mean, I just spent an hour on the treadmill tonight watching Umbrella Squad on Netflix. Are you gonna watch <laughs> stuff? Are you gonna listen to stuff? You know, cause you know, are, are you gonna chat to people? Because inevitably you'll be at some, if you're in there like me at some stage, you'll be like telling people to fuck off. You don't wanna speak to them. So how are you, how is the, what's the plan for the, the mind?
0: That's a good question. Now, uh, I mean, just before I ask that question, I, I was telling one of my friends, uh, you know her quite well, Lucy. And, uh, you know, I was like, Lucy, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing a 24 hour treadmill run. and This is her response. Oh, my God. He's actually
1: running on a fucking treadmill for 24 hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, not a runner. <laughs> oh, no, she's not. Well, no, she does. I mean, by the no, but I mean by the well. Okay, sorry, let me rephrase that. Not an ultra runner. That's the type of thing yeah. I would say if I if I didn't know you for the last twelve weeks that you were
0: doing this. To be honest, though, like I'm still trying to get my head around what I'm doing. Like I don't know why I decided to, why I thought running on a treadmill for twenty four hours was going to be a a good idea. And I still don't. I'm still. I'm not questioning myself now. Like I'm proper confident about my ability in there. Uh, being able to hold on and and it's, it's really like I've been listening to some of that, you know, that David Goggins boy. uh, Oh yeah. 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 For you to be a stronger man or woman, you got to get in that hellhole and just survive and, and all that, you know, and and that's kind of a bit, and it makes you a stronger man or makes you stronger. uh, And and I thought that was quite motivating, you know, like Mm -hmm. you basically have to get, you know, if you've, and i've gone through like tough times and as we know and personally and uh, in in in, in run, running as well and uh you know for example like even even on friday there's uh you know i, I won't go into it but you know there's there's potential like you know there's job there's risks, stresses. job losses yeah. and things like that like that i've I potentially might be be facing on friday but i'm when i go on that treadmill everything's going to disappear the only thing i'm thinking on that treadmill is I'm going to break a record and that's it. Like I'm, I'm living, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm in the present. I'm focused on it. I'm motivated. I've got all the external motivation from you guys, like from the 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 TRS community, my friends, my family, the charities that I'm going to be working, you know, fundraising for, like uh, I can't, I can't fail. You know, I have to get on there and believe I can do it. And, and, and I'm, you know, and that's, all that, all those forces just to, are just going to make me want to do it, and my my biggest issue is um you know I don't go off at sub six minute miles you know, but the so general think, will tell me not to so it's all well, good.
1: Exa- I think that that is that will help you. I think there because actually, I mean, I I'm I'm going to save some of it for when I speak to you at, th- at you know two o'clock in the morning when I speak to you. I'm going to be I'm going to be keeping tabs on you through the period as oh. well. Your friends and family in the area, but I think there's there's uh there's there's some there's tough love there's soft love but i think the thing for you is you've trained hard for this how you can't and we say this with marathons and things all the time to get to a start line is such a big deal you've got to a start line in good shape you've got no injuries and i remember you know it's i always think when you get to a start line without any without a reason to fail you've got to just and think about you know you've how many times again in your life you know it's a coronavirus year how many times in your life will you get four or five months of no of no day-to-day work that exactly. you have to, you know, you're training, yeah. you, you, you've got to, mate. To quote Hamilton, "Do not give away your shot, Kyle." You got one <laughs> shot, like mate. It. This is
0: it. <laughs> and and I'm going to put out there, you know. I mean, it, this is a podcast for you guys, and I, I'll be honest. I might not have a job on Friday, and I, I, I might, I might not have a, I might have a job. I might not have a job on Friday, and uh, it's quite, quite raw, but. You know what, like this yeah, challenge yeah. is going to do the good for charities, people who actually need, you know, people who are got life shortening conditions, families that are in, in kids that have got very, you know, so much less than what we've got. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that for, for them. And, and, and I'm doing it to prove that I can do something like this. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's quite raw when you think about that. But I'm... You know, I've I've got one chance at it. I'm not going to do this again. That's that's for sure. It's uh, <laughs> too much hassle. <laughs> but so but
3: I uh, I
1: like, so I'm interested to know about then. So I that gets you for me because there's going to be two difficulties here. There's there's they're going to be from eight to eight to twelve hours. That last four five four five hours, three four hours of the hundred mile world record is going to be really. I think that's going to be savage as you start to really yeah. tire but you're hanging on. But then you've also got in the back of your mind this B goal that you want to keep running, you've got to run for 24 hours at least, you know, minimum, excuse yeah. me, run for 24 hours, and hopefully that yields a second world record. At any stage, are you going to think about not, ditch, you know, out, you know I'm, I'm, I'm thinking out loud, people who go into a marathon with a marathon three weeks later and they start, when it gets hard, they go, well, you know, I've got another chance in three weeks' time, I'm going to, yeah. on not three weeks, you know. How, how Mentally, how are you balancing those? Is there a priority or is it, because all or nothing feels quite, you know, it feels could be. Quite
0: overall. Well, that's it.
1: It's uh, you could push the hundred. That you
0: know, overcook it, but then you've overcooked the, the rest of the race as well, the rest of the run, and that's it. Game over. It's uh, no, no, no records
1: whatsoever. Because <laughs> so that's I, like the worst case, you know. I um, just I that, saw a video of Zach Bitter after his hundred miles, and he was gu- He was gubbed. Dude, Absolutely, gobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, no. It was like, but I think that's. I think I guess what I'm getting to is, you've got the the charities, people are yeah. donating because you've said from the start. 100 miles is coming recently. I think you've got really. I think you've got a realistic shot at it. But 100 miles, 100, the hunt, the 24 hours is coming. has come in, been from the start. You're going to run yeah. on a goddamn treadmill for 24 hours, which is. Obs- which is ridiculous. Like, you'll be telling your grandkids that one day and they won't believe you that, that you did that until you show them the footage of you crying yeah. at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a treadmill and in, in, into your... Into Slipping your, uh... on the belt because of my tears. Exactly. I'll so, be dehydrated. I don't have any tears left. So that's what you need to... I think you need to keep that in mind that when it gets tough and you, I know you've got... We've got the interview that Kyle's spoken to the, the two charities who we know well. That's where you need to dig in you need to just dig in and focus on that because you you know that's you there's the commitment running twenty four hours
0: yeah exactly you know that that's the thing um you know I'm not like the reason I've changed my my goal slightly is uh is really because I feel that the hundred mile one's more realistic than the twenty four one and I still don't know like i I did message Guinness Records. they got back to me saying, the only one. The only record, there's no pending one. It's 164 miles. But I just know that there's a guy out there who's potentially done 178 miles. Whether or not it's legit or not, I still don't know. Um, but I don't want to get to 100. I mean, I could. I could you get, And that's one of the reasons I want to do the 100 because I feel it's realistic. I feel I can have a good shot at doing it. And then the second half of the 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 the, the race or the challenge, I'll just see what happens, you know? I'll just see what happens. If if I can run, if it's six, if it is a, if, if the 178 one's far fetched, the Guinness World Record says it's 164 miles. So I'll just try and get as close to it as I can. You know, so if sure. I run 715 a mile, I worked it out, it would be like 855 or maybe about, no, I think it's like nine minute, nine, just over nine minute miles. We'd have to run for 64.
1: I've got my a major, I've got a major lull here. I've got a running pace app on my phone. Uh, and the max amount of time it will let me set is nine hours. It doesn't actually let me calculate pace for things beyond nine hours. <laughs> so Okay, so I can't do, I, I'm unable to, do, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Anyway, so you're saying you need 818, what if you say you, you go through 100 miles on 1208, three? Yeah. what are do you going to do? Sorry, I think that's what you're saying. What do you need to do yeah. the next 12 hours? pace-wise, to break 165? I think it's just over nine-minute miles, so like 905, 910 a mile. That's a cakewalk, mate. It's a (laughs) cakewalk.
0: It's it's not, though, is it? That's it. It I'm joking. I know it's
1: not. You know what it's like. You saw me at the UTMB. Yeah, I know it's not. Yeah, I've actually... I was going to say something. I've got something I need to... I'll do it later on. That'll be for you. But anyway, that's (laughs) the... um, that's the cakewalk. That's the that just so focus on the hundred miles and then just just get on your all fours and just crawl yeah, on the treadmill. Exactly. Just like, leave it running at like 15 minute <laughs> mileing for a couple hours. I'll roll. I'll just exactly.
0: roll, roll. Keep rolling. You know, there's no rules of anyone think... pushing it. Yet. There's nothing saying no one can push it. So that's true. And I, thought I think if I've got yeah. if I've got enough fans, as in actual fans, if I've got hundreds of them, they might give me a telly. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just get someone to shave their head and grow a, a dubious ginger beard and and jump on in front of the camera. Nobody will exactly. know the difference.
0: See, there's all these little uh, weird things we can do. Eh? So, ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's really exciting. Um, uh, you know, if if I if if all things go to pot, Tommy, I've always you know I've raised money for charity, and and I'm really, again. Exactly. I've, I'm not going to thank everyone just now because my my Connection's a bit dodgy. And I haven't loaded it, but all the I will thank every single one of you uh, for donating. It's been an absolute, yeah, really, really humbling to have so many people donating to these amazing, two fantastic charities. It's uh, yeah, it melt, really melts my heart. And one one in particular, the Benny Healy Ultra Race organising committee donated, uh, which was great. In fact, you know what? Just for the good of it, I'm gonna I'm gonna load it up now because I think it's. Worthy of every, you know, everyone
1: getting well. Attention is, uh... Well, do you know, while you while so while you do that, I think in terms of in terms of positive reflection, one great thing a lot of people talk about before big races, reflecting on the work you've done. I think you should I think you should take a lot of credit in that. So I'm looking at your training now. You've got the last four weeks, you've averaged over 100 miles a week. In terms of in terms of long runs, you've done 240 mile runs, and those have been those have been those have been at a, a really good pace and over over a hilly terrain. So you're not you know, that's not what you're um you know, the th- thirty eight miles you did at seven sixteen pace with Debbie over the over the um the Space Away Ultra yeah. race. You know, you've you've done forty miles at, at that pace and uh you've gone on the next day to to jog you know it's, it's not it's certainly not broken you you've done 50k multiple times now on the treadmill so you're you're clearly good at running on the treadmill you know what you're doing there so I think you just need to look back now and just say you know you've done back to back long runs 27 miles at 640 one day 25 miles at 638 the next day you know look back and think about these these are these are not easy runs they've done you've done the one the second one you did was on a bloody hot day you didn't have much water yeah so I think just you, you know, sure. that's the type, you know, remember, I think you've done, you've done all the work that now all you can do is, is just go into it, be confident. I think you're, um, I think the hundred, take it one step at a time, hundred mile world record, get through that. And I think you'll take it and then the 24 hours, see what you can do, because at that stage, you'll be a world record holder and all you'll care about is finishing. Exactly. I love it. Geez, uh, I'm I'm loving
0: all this chat. I'm, I'm not even running yet. Holy moly.
1: <laughs> I should have saved well, that for Friday morning.
0: Aye. So before we go into the the, the interview with chat uh, Emma and Miles from Githimba Edwards, sorry, Chaz and Guthimba Edwards. Um thank you to Brian Kinghorn, so many, Stephen Hanley, Sean Butler, Andrew and Susie Thompson, the other Colin. So I think it was Colin Gregg who maybe donated, who's ever calling. So that's Colin Whitby. So thank you, Colin. Ruth Gill, Jason Kelly, Barry, Benny Hugh Marathon, a couple of anonymous, and uh, Rob Turner, Kaylee Jarrett, uh, Nicola Gold, George Chalmers, Craig, David Wallace, Eliza, Ben Strong, Andy McCall, Meadow, Cooper, Martin Butcher. So thank you guys so much for all your donations. Really humbling and um, yeah, looking forward to hopefully uh, virtually catching up with some of you guys as well. So, so I'm putting,
1: uh, it, I'm, I'm just, just to put, I want to put this out publicly in the podcast so that it's, I, I have to stick by it. It's not, on, it's not anywhere yet on, on, it's not online yet. But this is just because you won't see it. So, I'm going to donate a hundred pounds to your, to uh, your cause. Right, right. Sorry. Wait, wait. You're going to get another another fifty quid if you break a world record. Right. So uh, any world record you'll get you'll get another fifty quid. If you break two world records, you will be will put another fifty quid on top of that. So it's, so that's like that's um that's uh there you go. So that's there so that's the that's that's my donation. Pick, oh, right. <laughs> oh, you can tell I've just closed a house sale. Thank God these are these are chat, you know, we, we did our the club close to the coast I organized a couple of years ago. We did it for oh, Tim Edwards. Did, it's yeah. a great, it's a great great charity. Chaz do great work. So it's it's a great charity. So listeners, if you've not, if you're not donated, this is, uh, you know, de- get, in- get involved. This is a great cause. This man needs the, um, and actually, if you, if you don't want to feel free to donate, in, I mean, I'm speaking on behalf of Kyle here. It says challenge, but feel free to donate in behalf of Kyle, donate in real time. And if you do, send a message to the TRS Facebook page so I can see it, so I can yeah. give him some messages in real time as to – because that's another thing I think will be nice to see the funding oh, I mean, coming yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Just didn't make so so Yeah, tired, hold off right? so – Exactly. So hold your, actually, so if you listen to this and it's not yet Friday, hold your donation till Friday. Because that will be, to see the, the, like the children need, the charity yeah. the, uh, <laughs> thing coming up. He's going to be having a virtual thing going oh. on while he does.
0: Yeah, a little bell when there. Yeah, we'll get to that, okay.
1: <laughs> Cowbell. <laughs> exactly. Do you oh, know what, actually, oh. I think I missed a trick. A better donation might be been a pound a mile. Re- right, scrap that. I've changed my mind. A pound, <laughs> a pound a mile. That's it. A pound a mile flat rate plus fifty for for a world record of any sorts. That's the. That's that's it. I think if I get that, just one world record. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, just one. I mean, if you get, or if you get two, bloody hell, I mean, that would be someday to pick up two world records. I mean, who knows? I I think the problem is I'm not an ultra expert. I just don't see the two being compatible. I think you've got a great shot at a hundred, but I think that yeah. I, I think that you're, let's be honest. I think, you know, a lot of people say, I just finished reading that, uh, how bad you want it. It's all about talking about knowing the challenge that's coming. And I think if you go for a hundred mile world record, you know the second half of that 24 hours is going to be brutal. It's going to be is. absolutely brutal. So I, I just, Godspeed to you. I can't, you know, that's, that's all I can say. <laughs>
0: It's like but, I think,
1: war? but I do think you've got the 100 yes. in you. I think I think the 100 is, I'm going to be, so you start at nine. So I'm, listen, I'm, I'm actually down the road, and I'm in Cheshire this weekend, actually. I'm going to do a recce of the Wrexham route. I'll report on it next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. um, while we're down, visiting Fee's parents. But I am, um, in fact, I might actually go and watch the Mid-Cheshire 5K as well, which is a, quite a fast route. But anyway, I'm going to log back in at like 7.30, 8 o'clock to follow, to follow in real time the last hour, which is going to be scintillating.
0: Oh, geez, it's speedy,
1: eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Right. Well, shall we? Shall we get? Shall we? Um, has been speaking to, as you mentioned at the start of the show, he's been speaking to, to uh, Emma Moore from Chaz and our, our man Miles Edwards from Katemba Edwards. So let's uh, let's load up that interview.
0: Okay, so I'm delighted to have Miles Edwards and Emma Moore on the show. So, welcome to Tartan Running Shorts. Ooh, hi, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, you you've been a co-host and an interviewee of, of TRS, so uh, and also Emma, you know, this is your first time on Tartan Running Shorts. It's a it's a privilege to have you on board. Um, and you know, and the reason we've got Emma and Miles on the show, folks, is. Um, as some of you are aware, i 'm doing a challenge on friday uh twenty four hours worth of running on a treadmill for my sins and uh, i'm raising money for these two fantastic charities, Gothmba Edwards and Chaz. so I just want the listeners just to get an understanding about these two charities so uh you know what what better thing to have you know the the folk who who make it all happen on the show so miles if i'll let you start first um Tell us about, you know, for the folk who don't know any any of the Githimba Edwards Foundation, tell us a little bit about it. You know, I remember when you started off about, oh, probably about a decade ago, Ed, and I remember you were like, I'm going to start up something big, and uh, I'm going to start off something, and, and, you know, you've built an empire almost, and you've raised thousands of hun- tens or hundreds probably of money for charity, and, and it goes to fantastic causes. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, what you, you know? Wait, how it all started and where we are now
2: thanks very much kyle um that's quite so sure of an empire but the uh <laughs> certainly the number of kids that were supported as as uh, they've created a bit of an empire for themselves since yeah. we, as we started um yeah so back in 2013 was when gideon and i first visited the pavilion village children's home and back then we just we wanted to get some mattresses for them we were able to do that thanks to to people's support and just through a, a Facebook post that I'd done, and um, yeah, from there it's it's grown way beyond what what we would ever have imagined. And I think it's four hundred twenty four children that we we support now. whereas, you know, back then it was twenty two children at the Pavilion Village. So yeah, it's it's I don't know. You you never really stop to think um, about you know exactly what you've achieved. You just crack on and you try to help as many of the kids as possible. So. Uh, yeah, we've moved into to not just getting the kids into school, but building houses as well. So the Jacqueline's house that you've been fundraising for will be the fortieth house that we that we have built. <laughs> and <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a dodgy throat just now. I promise it's not COVID. Feel a bit, <laughs> yeah. you have to
0: a face mask for twenty four hours, Miles. In yeah, I've been,
2: I've been checking my temperature. Doctor Lewis Walker has been has been on me, so I'm on me. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and we've moved into business startups as well. So we've started 13 businesses through the the Two Feet Business Startup Initiative, and we hope to, by the middle of next year, to have started 37 in total. So a bit of work to do there, but um, yeah, that's where we're, where we're at just now, and it never never gets old. You see in the updates of Jacqueline's House along the way with, with your fundraising, it's it's just amazing. One picture in particular, I think her, her little brother uh, was outside the house smiling away when it was kind of half built. And yeah. yeah, you still get that same buzz as we did when we were getting the matches for for Pavilion. So yeah, incredibly grateful for, for this mental challenge that you're taking on and, and that you've you've chosen us. So thanks very much.
0: Oh no, not Hey, thanks for Let, letting me, uh, you know, supporting me through it and Give me the confidence. You know, you're a good motivator, Miles, and I'm sure you yeah. will be on the on the Friday into Saturday. Um. So Go yeah, there. just a little bit about the you know the charity. You've, you've summed up really well now. Um, you know, some people might want to know, like you know, how can they help and what, what sort of methods can people help? You know, what, what what have people done in the past? Um, for for the charity to help yeah. some of the kids.
2: The main the main way that people support us is through the monthly child sponsorship. So it, co- it costs thirty five pounds per month to sponsor a child. And at the moment, with schools being closed in Kenya, we're using those funds to deliver food and essential items and provide counselling where it's needed as well. Um, but that's the that, that's a huge support to us, and we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to to have survived so far, touch food so well through COVID without those people, because obviously events are are pretty much non-existent at the moment, <laughs> virtual events are, yeah. are there, but um, yeah the if you'd asked me that question probably the end of last year I'd have mentioned things like the fundraising dinner that we have every two years which has been a huge thing for us. I think we've raised, um, goodness what is it now, we've raised about an average of 46,000 or something at each dinner, um, we've had three of them to date, um, but the next one's postponed probably a full year to February 2021. So in terms of ways that people can get involved now, it's sharing any of the social media posts. Every Tuesday we post about a, a child who we, we hope to find a sponsor for. and yeah. um, We've had an incredible response to that recently after a couple of months of not um, requesting that support just with, with everything that was going on with yeah. COVID. So um, people can also donate to the food donations that we're, we're doing. There's a link on the website um so it's food and things like soap and sanitary towels different essential items um that we're delivering um we've had had a few virtual runs and we did three of the globe runs but um which which went very well and we're really (coughs) really pleased with them um but i think they're yeah maybe the appetite for virtual running is not quite um there so much as 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 it was at the start of the lockdown so we're looking at ways to yeah, maybe see if we can get our Haddo cross-country to go ahead next January with, with um, you know, strict measures in place. But it's, uh, as Emma will, will, I'm sure, tell us as well, it's, it's it's incredibly challenging to to contemplate events that have a large number of, of people there. So, um, yeah, that's the ways. There's there's other ways people can get involved just now as well, but that's the that's the main ways.
0: I mean, you know, like £35 a month for a t- what does, like touched on how much it gives to the the, is it the family or the child or it sponsors the child yeah yeah Yeah, so uh,
2: yeah there's no cash there's no cash that transfer hands there in terms of the school fees they're paid directly to the schools so there's also a by our staff but the there's also a big difference in, in terms of the cost of a school fees for a primary school child and a secondary school child, and then college and university as well. Yeah. In some cases secondary school can actually be more expensive than university um, fees, but then with university you've got, if, if they're moving away from home, you've got a, a small uh, rental room as well and things to consider. So yeah. the money is, is spread ac- across different children if you, if you like. Yeah. Um, in some cases it's exactly £35 a month, in other cases it's less. And in other cases, it's much more. Some of the university children are probably um, closer to £150 a month than it costs. But we just felt that it was best to, to keep it at a figure which is the same rather than have different options. It yeah. just didn't sit right um, with us. So, yeah.
0: Oh, it's exciting. You know, like, you know, this is one of the reasons it's, uh, for the challenge, thinking of breaking the world record but raising money you know whatever happens if I fail then I haven't failed in terms of you know raising money for for these two amazing charities especially in the, the sort of time where we probably need it most as well and, and that I suppose that you know that, that brings us kind of on to to Chas and you know, we've had a just chatting about Guthimba Edwards and the, you know the idea for me is to split the chat, you know the funds 50 50 and so yeah so Emma just tell us a little bit about Chaz. yeah
4: no problem um, yeah, so Chaz is Children's Hospices Across Scotland, and we're Scotland's only hospice service for babies, children and young people living with a life shortening condition. Um, so, you've mentioned before, we're a national charity, we've got two hospices, Scotland's only two children's hospices, um, Rachel House which is in Kinross, and we've got Robin House which is in Balloch. But on top of that as well, we've got Chaz at Home services, so we've got one in Aberdeen, one in Inverness, and then one runs from each hospice as well, so between us all, we cover the whole, the whole country, um, Highlands Islands, Western Isles, and you know, top to bottom, left to right, we we cover the whole country, which is which is great, and that's yeah. why it's so good that we changed our name quite recently to Children's Hospices across Scotland rather than Association, because ah, okay. we weren't associated with anybody, yeah. but we are covering the whole the whole country, so it's it's great that that actually reflects what we do now. Um, it's
0: quite a it's a long, you know, I'm not going to say that. While I'm running on the treadmill. Oh yeah,
4: it's a lot of so, it's a lot of words, so. <laughs> across, the, across Scotland, yeah, it's quite yeah. difficult. To Don't
0: say. ask me any of those questions. No, right.
4: <laughs> um, but no, it's great, and it does. Yeah, yeah. We, we do what we say on the tin. So, yeah, um, yeah so between between us all, we we'll cover. Um, we work with about 450 children across Scotland every year, um, but we know that we're not reaching them all. We're only reaching about a third. Okay. Um, so we want to make sure that we're raising enough money to be able to reach them all. And as Miles said, there's a lot of, a struggle, there's a lot of struggles going on just now with um, charity fundraising. There's not that many options available for people to, to support, but we've had some great responses, the likes of yourself doing this crazy challenge um, is really, like, really helping um, and lots of other fantastic challenges have been going on over the last five or six months. Um, but obviously the, the big events are the ones that we kind of rely on a bit more <laughs> and, and they've not happened. So um, being able to have all of these extra challenges like yours um, is really helping to, to keep us going because um, we're predicting about, I don't know about yourself, Miles, but our, we're predicting about a 40% loss of income um, this year, which is scary, but <laughs> but um, a nice challenge to try and rise to to make sure mm. that we can continue doing what we do.
0: So you're, the children that you're helping, just tell us a little bit more, more about the children that you are and you know what's the sort of age range and mm-hmm. what sort of conditions do they have and, and how do how do people support their how how does chas support them
4: mm-hmm. you know? um so i'm not a medical person so i couldn't even <laughs> begin to um convey what kind of conditions they have but there's it's so wide-ranging and um we use the term life shortening because it's the children that we're working with are We used to say life limiting, but that kind of doesn't really describe it because that could be a long life, but limited in what they can do. Mm. But these conditions that the children have are life shortening. We don't expect them to reach adulthood. So there's a whole different range of of things that, that the children have, and it can totally vary and it can be a combination. There's children that have things that don't have names because they're so unique. Um, a lot of it is um, genetic and things that they've inherited but sometimes it's things that have happened to them and, and, and yeah. that mean, means that they're no longer going to live very long. Um, the age range is from we take new referrals from birth to 18 and um, but we work with them until they're about 25 and then mm-hmm. we try and pass them on to services that are a bit more appropriate for their age. Um, but we're finding just now we've done we've done a few um, bits of research called the CHISP report. We've done this is the third one we're on now which yeah. is children in scotland and um, with palliative care needs and they um have shown us that the sort of highest um referrals numbers are coming from um babies below zero and um, so people children that are being born alive with things that you know 10 20 30 years ago when child started yeah. they wouldn't have been born alive with um right, right. so it's exactly. good and bad yeah. that you know yeah. these children are being born alive but they're not going to live very long which is you know terrible a terrible thing for a family have to have to go through and mm-hmm. um, but now it's also worked on the other side of things and that children who were maybe diagnosed with something 20 years ago are actually living longer yeah. and into adulthood so that's great that we can transition them on to other services and um, but yeah the, the sort of under fives is kind of where the most referrals are coming in for us just now and that's the ones that we really want to reach yeah. and we know that um the ethnic minority groups and and families of a lower income are kind of our main focus, and I mean those are the ones we kind of really need to reach. Um, so yeah, things like this are great because we can fundraise more to be able to reach more families by doing a bit more research and finding them and getting more staff on the ground to be able to find these families and bring them into Chas. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All
0: right. That's uh. This is firing me up to run fast. <laughs> Maybe not too fast in the first couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely take your time. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, right. Best of that, mm-hmm. No, it's uh, yeah, great. Really good to hear both of your sides in terms of charity. So um, Emma, you mentioned about you know how how um, you know obviously how I'm helping with, with Jazz and how you know, what what are the ways that people if they do want to like get involved in like a challenge or how, how can they find out how to help and you know, yeah. help? how to fundraise and um and yeah, what, what, what's the sort of meh things that you guys have done in the past?
4: Yeah, there's loads of different options. We will, and if there's something that tickles your fancy, you can do it. If you want to do your own thing, like do a 24-hour <laughs> treadmill challenge, you can do that too. Um, but yeah. James,
0: James Stewart, if you're listening, Grant <laughs> McDonald just... Uh, <laughs> You'll keep away from the it right?
4: <laughs> Um. So yeah we've got our website chas.org.uk there's a few different suggestions on there for individuals for groups if you want to volunteer and um, we're always looking for different volunteers there's because we've had to put a lot of our services into the virtual world as well as our fundraising we now have a lot of different volunteer roles such as storytelling and letter writing and um, I think coming up soon we're going to have um, online tutors as well um, as volunteers so these are all brand new roles which we're really excited about and um, to get people involved with but of course it is fundraising roles as well so once the world opens up a little bit more and um, event volunteers collecting can volunteers all that sort of thing um but for fundraising events and if you wanted to do your own event there's the virtual kilt walk which is next month the 11th to the 13th of september i think nice. um and that all the donations that you get if you fundraise through the kilt walk um are topped up 40% by the Hunter Foundation. So it's always a good one to get right. involved with. <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah, 140. So for every pound you raise, £1.40 will come to chess or whichever charity you choose to support. Um, we also have the Big Sporty Quiz on Friday, yeah. which is going on during your run. Um, so people can can check in and see, see how you're getting on. And yeah. um, So that's on Facebook Live at 7 o'clock hosted by um, David Tanner, the, the beloved Scottish TV broadcaster. Um, and yeah, so during that time, there's also a raffle and an auction that people can get involved with, with some incredible prizes, a lot of golf days. Um, there's some sporting kit, there's signed t-shirts, there's signed rugby ball, there's loads of different things that people can get. Um, Yeah, there's just so many different things you can get involved with. Um, There's also another one we've got as well. It just reminded me um, is in September for the whole month of September, you can sign up to run 100, raise 100, which is we're challenging you to run or walk or cycle 100 kilometers within the month of September and raise a minimum of 100 pounds. We've already, before we've even hit September, we've already raised fifteen grams through that. Oh, really, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. It's not even yeah. started, really. Uh, um, so yeah, if you want to challenge yourself to one hundred kilometers instead of two hundred and sixty-five or uh, whatever, that sounds <laughs> then, easier, Yeah, I'm gonna have
2: pity that we're at the end of August, Kyle. Otherwise, you just have to do it again. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look for virtual races so I can uh, use my treadmill as a, you know, as a as a way of doing it. But it's it's hard to find, you know yeah so I'll just have to do something yeah
4: yeah yeah, virtual race would be good. um we're wondering about whether we're going to do a virtual um christmas related event oh, okay we haven't quite oh, decided what right. we can do with that, but so, that yeah. would be yeah. really cool if we could have like a proper like you
0: know
4: yeah. leadership table or yeah, yeah that would
0: yeah. be cool um, well, well, that's brilliant, uh thanks so much, guys um uh, just before you go, um yeah, miles, just tell us just a little bit of where we can find all the information about Gethin edwards
2: yeah, so the website is Um such a long name that's probably simpler to Google than, um, I haven't
0: seen that on the treadmill either <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: in Chaz <laughs> oh, that would be
2: Then we're, uh, yeah, Instagram um, we're quite busy on Instagram Kaylee that, that works came on board a couple of years ago to, to work with us she, uh, she's good on the Instagram so that's Kathimba underscore Edwards then the Twitter is Kathimba Edwards Facebook <laughs> Yeah, Facebook's the same name, so there's always lots going on there. Nera, how can we find you guys?
4: Yeah, chaz.org.uk or um, app support chaz on all the social medias.
2: Brilliant, excellent. That's
4: much yeah, we picked one that we could use for all of them. <laughs> right.
2: I don't know why at the start I didn't try and get our our email or our website. Um, what do you call it? Domain as gef instead of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lesson learned.
0: Oh. Oh me. Well, well, we'll certainly be um you know promoting you guys on, on the Friday and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys on on race day, uh and you know sending sending some tailwind uh, over to my rear end and uh, <laughs> we'll
2: see if we can make dreams <laughs> and we'll see if we can no make problem. some
0: dreams happen. Eh? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Thanks very All much. Right. All right, thank you.
4: Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Emma and Miles, for joining the show. Great to hear from you both. Great to, uh, I'm sure you're both very excited about this weekend. Two fantastic charities. Right, so news-wise, there's not a huge amount to go on. There's a couple of bits of news. I'm going to uh, steer back to what I'm doing a little bit quickly. So the Antrim half, which we talked about in here before, is now elite only. Yes, in the elite field?
3: Oh. Booyah! <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Tommy's in the elite field, yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, I was at one stage. I was concerned I was the slowest runner in the field, but I think there's a. I actually think there's a few people slower than me. Not that matters. It's going to be a great race, great event. So, so you're,
0: that, maybe slower than you know, you're you might be further back in the field, but I can assure you, you you'll probably be quicker than some of them who've posted fastest time, faster times than you have,
4: just yeah, on paper.
0: Well, feel, not paper. I feel but, good. Uh, off 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 paper because your time can potentially be reviewed and. You know, and yeah, when is it? Is it not coming up too soon? Two, two weeks. Two weeks on. Two weeks on Saturday. Two weeks. Holy moly!
1: Do you know, what mate? It's only like five weeks till uh, Wrexham or something. It's ridiculous. Jesus. So we'll see yeah. anyway. So it's it's the format's changed a little bit. But shout out, big shout out to James uh, McElroy. I'm big respect that he's still getting a race together. Uh, it's you know we can talk about it in the next couple of weeks, but that's that just another race that's being kind of we're seeing the format change. We've seen yeah. London now announced their elite field. I thought although. So, uh, Big Kipchoge and Bekele head-to-head is cool. But actually, I was surprised at how few Brits are running. And I see Mo is pacing the British men to the Olympic standard, which is pretty cool, Uh, which is like 211.30, I think. But I was surprised at no Derek Hawkins. I thought Derek would have gone to run a... I mean, Derek, we're all confident, will run the standard. So, I thought he might have uh, gone to London to run a quick time. But I assume, based on his and his dad's Instagram, He's in Marathon training, so perhaps he's he's he knows something about Valencia or something we don't. So so anyway, I, it's a the field is is cool at the elite level, but from a I was hoping to see a bit more kind of Scottish names that we know. Steph Twelve's running, which is great, so really excited to see see how Steph goes. But uh no Steph Davis, um no Robbie Simpson, um these you know, there's uh, who else are we, who are we missing? Um Obviously, no Callum Guess, Hawkins. But... Uh,
0: Jess Piasecki running.
1: No Jess Piasek either, which is a surprise. But again, Jess and Steph have got the uh, Steph Davis have got the standard. So if it's not a trial, I can kind of see why they it yeah, might not mean much to them.
0: There's not that much. Um, there's there's more male elites than there's female elites. That's a mm-hmm. bit strange. I thought it'd be a bit of an even mix. Um, I see you know in terms of the Brits running, we have got uh, Lily really Partridge. Um, We've got who else have we got? Wait, yeah, you're right. There isn't that many Brits even, you know, from the the female side. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a bit disappointed Tish, by it. Tish, yeah, Tish Jones, Tracy Barlow, Natasha Cochran, um, you know, Helen Davies is there. Like I'm I'm quite I'm quite I'm I'm the same. I'm I'm quite disappointed there's not that many elite Brits running. I think you know I'm you know, people like there's Naomi Mitchell, people like your, your you know Fiona, your wife, you know, and some of the Scots in the marathon project. Two, they're at, they're knocking on the door sub two forty. Now that, in my eyes, should be eligible for an elite spot at London, given that there's very little chance for some of these, you know, emerging you know, the emerging talent, the emerging Scottish top runners to to have a go, and, and obviously English and British and Welsh, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm quite kind of. A little bit disappointed by that, so, um, yeah, it's a shame. I mean, but yeah. Aside from that, we've we have got we've got Sarah Hall's running as well, uh, from the US. Big, Bridget yeah, guy. That'll be uh, that'll be some race if, if it's a quick. Sure on
1: two sure thirteen and a pair yeah, of office. No. Imagine
0: that! My God. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, and what about the the men's field? Some of the guys from there, like. GB guys, you've got Johnny Miller Chris Thompson. You've got Ben Connor running. Uh, yeah, Stephen Scullion's running. Nicholas Torrey, uh, Ross Millington, Jack Gray. A lot of debut GB runners compared to no, you know the the female. There's a lot more male GB runners than there's female GB runners, which is quite disappointing.
1: Yeah, you know, I you know, think. I guess uh, I guess some of these guys are going to try and I mean if you look at the field I mean well a lot of them it's just been a great experience but you know Chris Thompson, Johnny Miller, Ben Connor you would hope that they would run you would hope they would make it, they would be trying to run the uh the olympic standard um I think Johnny Miller might already have it actually uh 210 or 3 yeah he does he got it in Seville last year so this is almost like a you know, hopefully, actually, that will really take the pressure off Johnny, and he'll be able to just run, try and run a fast time. You know, no risk. Uh, you know, zero risk there. Um, there's uh, some of the guys are Josh Driffis, um, Yeah, kind of two fourteen twenty five. He's the type of guy who might who will be there, hopefully, to try and run the standard. Um, there's a, a few of the guys I don't know so much about. Um, so it's going to be really interesting, actually. I think some of the guys on the start list are actually going out to um, the Antrim as well. So I mean, hopefully we'll see some, some of these guys put halves in, in the next couple of weeks and we might get a, a feel for, um, for what sort of shape they're in. But certainly, we'll talk about the other time, but Kipchoge Bekele is going to be a fascinating ah. smackdown. Ah, Not
3: that I'll absolutely. be watching it,
1: because I'll, be too, I'll be, too, be too busy zipping around Wrexham. Is it, is it the same day? Same day, yeah. Same morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh me. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. I'm looking it forward be. to I'll have two screens on, one TV. Two TVs yeah.
1: in one room. I'm so the last, speaking of it. fast races then, the last uh, bit of news we've got is the Podium five K. There was we've had a few people message about this, It was probably worth speaking about. Now Podium five K got themselves in a wee bit of bother a couple of weeks ago because they <coughs> Podium five K oh, spilled my beer. Podium five K, <laughs> which is a which is a mic. absolutely furious. Yeah, they... spilled my beer here. I am this is the oh, problem no. that I've got is, I've got too big a can, you see. I've got the (laughs) the, after last week's run. I'm sitting here with a with a with a five hundred mil punk IPA. Well, uh, Kels and a wee one, but um, I've lost about. I've got my feet dirty. Look at that. Look at the size of that bad boy. Look at that big lad there. Sorry. Anyways, where was I going last bullet? Yeah, put in five k. So put in five (laughs) k. You know, we we're big fans of what they do. We're big fans of the race, um, but actually, they they gotten themselves into a wee bit of bother a couple weeks ago. Uh, sorry, last week, because they're they. I understand they've had difficulties with their license, and it's, it's difficult. We can't say for sure, but looking back, looking at some of the tweets and dis- and uh, discussion, it appears that they're that UK Athletics, or sorry, Run Britain, I should say, who are the. I think the licensing body may have uh, said that they won't be getting a license in the in the near future. And they've quoted, the races you organize are too dangerous to license at the minute. The problem is, Podium 5K have let themselves down a wee bit with a follow-up on that post saying, if you want races, you'll have to pay £20 and run with the fatties on Blackpool Prom. Now, for me, the main issue on that post is, what the hell's happened to the license? I want to, I want to know about that. But yeah. that, I mean, listen, you can't make that sort of, Derogatory comment on social media, not expect to get a reaction, and and of course they've got a reaction. So they've issued a uh, a bit of a, a an apology, but you know it's they've taken absolute pelters for it, absolute right. pelters.
0: I, I, I saw the the messages, holy moly! They, I mean, I think they deleted the comment, but by that point, you've got all the wizards oh. screenshotting it. You cannot delete things you know. off
1: the internet anymore.
0: But, but does, I mean, they shouldn't have said what they said. I mean, it's. The thing about what they've done is, I'm sure the organising committee have uh, they haven't got the same views. You would hope that they haven't got the same views, but it just takes one person to ruin it for the whole, the the whole race, the whole committee, the whole organisation. Just one idiot to say what he said, and, and that's it. It's very difficult to 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 come at, you know, to undo those things. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think it's it's great what they do, but yeah, you can't be making comments like that, you know. Uh, it's it's certainly not the ethos that we uh, we adhere and we're, we're, we we can by anyway. I mean, we are you know we are kind of the I suppose the, the top end, but we 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 also we cater this podcast caters to absolutely everyone. It's an inspirational podcast. It's for everyone. So uh, yeah, it's just disappointing when you. you, you you do something like that but, but yeah. anyway going back to the point what why are they not issuing the race license then what was there an incident or was it because of the the social distancing measures weren't adhered to or
1: i've read and i have I've not seen this in many official sources but I, I, it looks to be from some of the comments and discussion here people reporting that it's because there's some photos came out from the, the result of you know zero social distancing in the pen and at the start and you know i think that's it's unfortunate because I'm you know there's been there's quite a few 5K races in the last couple of weeks. And I'm I can not believe that they're more socially distanced than podium five K. And I think that they're maybe being the victims of being first back here. And yeah, I think so. You know, I, I really I don't for a minute believe that podium five K introduces any risk in spreading coronavirus, to be quite honest. Now I may be going against the grain there in terms of what official government advice is. Um, and that's certainly not my or the club that I represent's position. Sorry, the club I represent, position or the podcast position, but I, I think for me, I, I, I don't. I think Podium Five K is only doing good things in terms of getting the sport going, and I, I think it's quite disappointing to see that, to see that they're not getting as being as supported as they should be. I, w- I would have rather that um, UK Athletics, if that is not UK Athletics, beg your pardon, Run Britain. run Britain, if that is their quote, the races you organise are too dangerous to licence at the minute. If that quote, quote's correct, I would much rather to hear them say, you know, we were unhappy with this, so you need to change this moving forward. Let's be proactive in terms of getting races back because it's really, it, you know, I'm looking at, I mean, you've got your 24-hour challenge this weekend. God knows if you're going to race again this year. I've got the, hopefully, Wrexham happens and, and Antrim. But after that, I don't know what I'm doing the rest of the year because, there's, you nah, know, you East, the East League cross-country has been cancelled. I, I can't hmm. see really being a mass cross-country season
0: i think also like you know the same sort of theme is you've got to learn best practice as well from other races that go on like not all races are going to get it right and the good thing about what we do is it's outside you know which does mitigate yes some of the risk i mean it's, it's not completely mitigated but it's it's going to help um But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm looking as a race organizer for Space Side Ultra, and I'm I've it's scheduled for the 14th of November, um, you know, I've got the license, but there's a lot of hurdles still and challenges to overcome to ensure that we adhere to the sort of social distancing guidelines, and they're changing every second of the day, uh, and whether or not it goes ahead or, but I really do hope it goes ahead for the sort of the welfare of the runners, and it's just great to see something going ahead, um. But I'm learning from other races and the do's and don'ts of what to do. And I don't mm-hmm. think if it's a clear sort of you know there's been no regard for safety that and welfare of the runners and the marshals and the committee, then that's fair fair enough. They should be penalized a little bit more. But yeah. to not issuing any more race licenses is a bit silly because everyone makes mistakes. Everyone learns. Absolutely. And and I and think you know even on the, the least even they on the. Can do is to, just make sure it's adhered to in the future.
1: No, I, I completely agree with you. And even with the, the, uh, the this fatty's comment, it's, let's be honest, it was, it was ill thought. It wasn't a good idea to do it. But I, I've got respect for them that they've, they've acknowledged it. That, I mean, I can only imagine how stressful a time it is. Trying to get a race going, you've got the high of putting together what was an amazing event, British record broken, and then you've yeah. suddenly got – and all the stresses we're dealing with that, and then suddenly you're getting the stress of run Britain on your case – that must be a stressful time. And we've all you know, done something on social media quickly or a text to someone, something we regret. And that's clearly what it is. And and the fact they've owned that mistake and come back and said, look, they're apologised, I think is, is, uh, is honourable. And hopefully that we do see Podium come back in the near future, because it's, it's a fantastic format. I would love to go down and do it myself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, well said, Tommy.
1: Well, talking to about Any... other... You know, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what else have we got? and you are well, going to I mean, do
0: it anyway. I watched the Stockholm Diamond League and I couldn't help but to lull when I saw the audience of cardboard <laughs> cutouts. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I said to Debbie, because Debbie, there's, there's cardboard cutouts in the stadium. I was like, no, that's not. Who the hell would do that? And then they zoomed in on the, the faces and I just, <laughs> I just creased myself. I thought it was hilarious. You know, like everyone's, you know, throwing a hammer, 60 odd metres or 70, whatever it was, Celebrating. With nobody
1: there, you know, celebrate <laughs> so,
0: oh. into the cardboard cutouts.
1: <laughs> you oh, could man. buy it. You could. I saw you it's, could pay. You could pay to get your face on one.
0: Oh really? Oh, yeah, that's how. That. Yeah,
1: you know, Tommy and Kyle would have been
0: right out there.
4: Eh?
1: Well, actually, well, in hindsight, we should have. You should have to raise money for charity. You should have sold cardboard cutouts to put your face on at the treadmill record attempt, and uh, and the money goes to charity. You could have all these listeners' faces next to you. I've got
0: two days to go. I, I did not think <laughs> my guillotine's gonna work. <laughs> going to say, how's your printer? <laughs> and have you oh, got a hundred mannequins? Oh, well, next challenger do next chat 48 hours next time, so I'll, I'll do it then. but,
1: but well, the on, on the you know, great to see the Scottish girls do well though.
0: Ah, oh, didn't they? Didn't they just? I mean, Lauren, yours victory. I never saw that coming. I must be honest. I thought I knew she was getting kind of quicker and quicker, but. You know, the recent spell that she's had in, uh was it San Maritz? Where was it? She was San Maritz, I think. Uh, or- she's, uh, I think they've been
1: at uh, fonten Remo, I think, their training. Ah,
0: fonten Remo, yeah, okay. Like, you know, that recent spell of training's you just got her right back to where she was a-, a-, a year, you know, just over a year ago. And to run the fastest time in the world, the three minutes, 57 seconds. She blew the field apart, didn't she? Oh,
1: absolutely smashed it.
0: Fantastic piece of running. Um and, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, Gemma Ricky as well, uh, I think she, she she ran the 800 metres too. So that, yep. that was a good result for Gemma. Um, I haven't got all the results in front of me, but they were the sort of two standouts for me anyway. Um, I think I mean, that she, was kind of yeah. top two, really, in, in terms of distance races from a, a UK athletics perspective. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I
1: mean, generally the women's 1500 was, was class. I mean, Laura yeah. absolutely... Different class, 357. But then Laura Waitman in second, Courtney, sorry, uh, Melissa Courtney Bryant in third. You know, so all British podium, and it was good to see Elsh McHoggan stepping, going down a distance, down back down to 1500, four three. You know, someone who's probably who like five back. and ten k runner these days. So yeah, really, really cool to see them in there. um And there was another Brit in there, a decent Brit in there somewhere. I can't remember who it was. Um,
0: I can't mind the name. I know who you mean, but nah, it's gone. It, it, Why you yeah. look at look at that? Uh, I see there was um, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. Uh, I see Kate, the, the long jump competition. The format was uh, slightly different, which was weird. So basically, the event's usually the fact the longest jumper, um, but this time instead of the event being decided by the the best effort from six rounds, the top three jumpers after five rounds will then contest a one jump final. So basically, I think for the, 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 the male side the the second longest jump was the winner of the long jump event. Yeah. Which I think's a bit daft. I don't really get the the excitement from that. I don't think it's that exciting. Surely the longest jump should win. It? Do you yeah. know I,
1: I I saw some people kicking off about it, but the only thing, I think, generally, I agree. I'd like to see the longest jumper wins. But at the same time, we were talking about this with some of the lads running last night. And it's no different to 100. You could break the 100-meter world record in a heat and then lose in the final and, and run a yeah, poor true. time. So yeah. I think that I, I disagree with the format. But I, I don't really have that much sympathy with a guy who, who jumped further and lost. Because you feel like saying, you knew the rules go into this. You know that yeah. it's, And you could argue he bottled it in the final. You know, too, if, yeah, so yeah. so i think I, te- I do agree that the format is is a bit daft but at the same time it wasn't like they changed it during it they knew what they were going into um it, it is what it is the guy should yeah. have uh the, the answer is you should have jumped further in the final mate you know to be honest yeah, in your true, final yeah. jump but I, I do agree with you that generally you would want to see the person who jumps the furthest win it in that in yeah. the I final mean, event it, if you like probably-
0: suppose you've got your qualifier you know like in the world championships you have your qualifying round and you could jump a world record then the following day you go into the final and you you could get you know you you could end up having a crap jump
1: yeah
0: So i suppose it's kind of like that format too but the difference there it's a it's a qualifying round and then it's a separate competition or a separate um session but that's the same session that's what i don't really get i just think if it was a different round, then yeah, but it's not it's just one after the other so but anyway yeah. we're talking this is running shots, not jumping shots, so
1: exactly well, um, we're gonna kind of we'll move on
0: there, but we thought we re- we'll, we'll, we'll chat about that. It's also good to see um the the first sort of track event, i suppose um from from in Scotland. uh you know we've got we we had an event um yeah, we had in Meadow, was it Meadow Mill, I think, uh, Scottish Athletics, yep. they, they were hosting uh, a track of, track and field event then. Don't really have any of the results because it's, you know, we don't really chat about all the track events, but great to see that we've got some sort of competition in there from, from Scottish Athletics from that perspective. There's some ultra races starting to come back now. We had a junior hill race uh, happening as well. So, Lots of things starting to build, gather momentum, and uh, we'll certainly be taking a you know a, a closer look at some of the results that are starting to come through, and that uh, we'll certainly talk about them in the coming weeks as well, Tommy.
1: Excellent. Yeah, it's good. It's good as we start right. to see race to come back. Do we have a run of the week then, Kyle?
0: Well, I don't think you know, I don't think we do really. Um, and, you know, we there's not really been any. Uh, as, as we say, there's not been that many races, but I, I suppose, you know, for me, if there was going to be a run of the week, run of the week in terms of races, Laura Muir's got, got it for me, you know, with her uh, 357, you know, she's a mm-hmm. a Scottish lass, so we'll, we'll keep it, we'll, we'll keep it, um, give her the, the opportunity to become the TRS run of the week. So if anyone wants to let Laura know she's the TRS run of the week, that'll be much appreciated. Uh, so, yeah. Well done
1: to Laura. I've got to say, well done, Laura. Laura is very much on the... Laura is someone that we would love to get on. We, we need to make some more efforts to, to do that because I was doing something, Kyle. I meant to share this with you last week. Um, I was looking at the Scottish all-time records, actually, to, to see uh, who we've got. And actually, what's quite interesting, I'm going to ch- see if I can show my phone to Kyle. Maybe I can't see that that well. For example, let me show you this one. That is the men's all-time marathon list. You, know, you can't see that, can you? No. Um, you I can,
0: can start seeing it. Yeah,
1: you can start seeing it. You can see the number of ticks we've got there. So, oh, yeah. Oh, Jazz. Two 14, Calm Hawkins. So, in the top, uh, what's that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, seven, eight, 20 plus runners. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of them have been on. Uh, TRS, oh. but what's really cool actually in the women's all time 5000, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six of the top uh 15 have been on TRS. So, Alice really? McColgan, Steph Twill, uh, Liz McColgan, Sarah Engels, Beth Potter, Mary McLennan. So, we're starting to get there, and actually, in at number two on the Scotch 5000 is, is Laura Muir. So, wow. uh, we need to that's the next one we need to unlock. But it's really it was quite an interesting exercise because a few other we'd love to get on there. I mean, I actually just reminds you, you know, Susan Partridge would be cool to speak to. um, Yeah. On the men's marathon. I've actually also ticked Al Hutton because I'm counting that uh, retro. (laughs) 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 I'm counting that one. Um, But there's, you know, there's a few there that would, you know, obviously Fraser Klein's in there. Derek Hawkins is in there. Robbie Simpson's in there. So there's a few, uh, it's quite cool going through these lists, but the women's marathon is where we've actually in the top 15. We've got, of course, Joe, uh, who you spoke to a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Steph Twelve, Liz McCoggan, Steph Davis. Next up, we need to get hold of Freya Murray. We need to get hold of um, I already mentioned Susan Partridge. So, yeah, we've um, listeners, we've asked you who you want to hear from, and you've not told us anyone. So, we're now going rogue and we're just pulling numbers off all time. Exactly. or names off all listeners. We're, we're
0: getting our mums and dads on the scene, so watch yourself, yeah. folks. <laughs> Absolutely, I'll tell you who we need to get. We need to get your dad, like. You need to get him on. The show. <laughs> He's, he'd be absolutely electric to talk about the Kirkcaldy Wizards.
1: The Kirkcaldy Wizards, yeah. The, you could do a club, re, re reintroduce Club Night feature with uh, even my dad on Kirkcaldy oh, Wizards.
0: Definitely. So yeah, let's get let's get uh, uh, senior
1: senior Brian on the show. Eh? Absolutely right. Well, we're rambling. So in, before we wrap up, so Kyle, on behalf of all the listeners, because the messages have been you know, we've seen over the last six weeks, everyone's rooting for you. So good luck on behalf of all the TRS listeners this Friday. It's a a mammoth challenge you've got in front of you, but you are 100% up to it. So we, it's very exciting. I'm going to speak to you before then, but yeah, you've, you know what you need to do. There's just, you just need to go out there and do it. Forget about all the side distractions. Your training's been good. You know what you're doing. You're a strong ultra runner. Just do it. Hashtag Nike. Uh, That's the way to just, so, so,
0: You're like a poem. you like a poet. Not a poem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are, I'm very, I'm, you know, listeners, if you listening to this before Friday, we'll, we'll try and get this out quickly. Um, yeah, keep an eye on your social media feeds because we're going to be bringing you, you know, um, a coverage. I'm not there, but Kyle, Kyle's got, he's got a stream set up. I'm going to be jumping in. We've got Miles Edwards on the ground. Of course, Kyle's wife, Debbie, who's, who's doing so much. For the, in terms of keeping Kyle entertained, is, is going to is getting things sorted out. So you're going to be able to get updates of sorts on as he goes. Um, any messages you want, send them to the TRS group and he'll see them. If you don't want him to see them and you want me to pass them to him on there, feel free to message me. So yeah, he is, uh, and we'll get those to him. So yeah, good luck, Kyle. Bring Thank home the you bacon. So much.
0: Um, I'm loving the kind words. Uh, and yeah, thanks for yeah. You've know, been part of the journey, listeners. It's been great to have you on board, and yeah, like Tommy said, Echo his comments. Uh, it'd be great to hear from you. Uh, it really will push me to that limit, that that you know where I've never been before, and I am scared shitless. I'm not going to lie, but I'm confident <laughs> in what I do. I, I really, you know, I definitely won't be doing anything like this again, especially not on a treadmill. That, that's for sure. So uh, yeah, join join me in the journey, and we'll we'll post some of the updates on our. Tartan Running Shorts Facebook page is where it's going to be at in terms of the virtual streaming. It might be all, the whole thing, it might be some of it. We'll keep you updated, and uh, but you can send messages and we'll you know, hopefully get, get them to me and it will spur me on to greater things, hopefully. So, perfect. Well, thanks, guys. And, uh, Tommy, I'll, I'll catch up with you offline.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, here uh, is one last motivation. And here is Ali McIver.